0: Welcome back to Streamer Tales. Today we're going to be talking about maintaining your mental health um, in the context of someone who uses VRChat. Um, I use VRChat quite a bit myself, not only to create content, but you know to socialize. I have friendships on there. I have people I care about on there. Um, and in adding VRChat to your life, you also add. Um, another, you know, uh, you know, reality to your life. When you add another layer like that to your reality, I feel like you add another nuance to your mental health. Um, and being actively engaged in therapy, um, you know, I've been learning a lot about myself, not only, um, the way I interact with the world, the, but the way I interact with people, and that directly relates back to VR chat. So, we're gonna get into you know some of the issues you may face um, on and off of VR chat um, depression, anxiety. Uh, we're also gonna tackle some of the social issues. You know, there's a lot of social anxiety um, that I've seen people go through on VR chat. So um we're gonna talk about it and we're gonna go through some ways to hopefully get you feeling a little better about some of them. Now before you, you get into um you know attempting to correct mental health issues you first have to identify how you're feeling, where you're at just right now you know, wherever you are listening to this how are you when's the last time someone asked you that has it been a while and I mean someone from let's, let's say reality our base reality have you found yourself a little bit more distanced from base reality Uh because that's an incremental part of maintaining our mental health um all good things in life come um to us and you know they should be balanced um there's always too much of a good thing um i know people who live sleep eat and drink and you know essentially, never leave v r chat you know they have battery backups upon battery backups, you know controllers charging while they're using their current ones um so they never is so having to leave that world is never you know something they have to worry about and to me um that that signals something it signals. If you're that, if you become that disenfranchised with base reality, and you become enamored to that extent with a reality that was created essentially by you know a, a team of video game creators, um, you know the the developers, it um, it 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 makes me want to say, how are you doing? You know, um, because again, maintaining touch with your base reality that's very important. The second thing you wanna you wanna take stock of is, um, you know, your your emotions both on and off VR chat. You know, the what do you feel um, when you're on VR chat, and what do you feel when you're off it? Um, and takes talk of that. Um, like, let's say, you know, like, are you more prone to anger in VR chat? Are you more prone to sadness? You know, is there something on there that triggers a sadness? Um, does, it go, does it go further? Are you just generally depressed in your life? And VR chat is a form of escapism. You know, getting honest with yourself is very important. Um, because again, we have to operate in base reality uh, to some extent. We really do. And the more we do, the more it enriches our lives. Um, I know that for some people, some of my friends on VRChat, the idea of taking one day, you know, or a weekend away, a weekend off of VRChat is one of the most terrifying things they can imagine. That uh, They wouldn't know what to do with themselves, you know, in the real world, and it, 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 that's terribly unhealthy to have that depth of escapism, so when we take stock of our emotions and when we become mindful of how we are right now in the current moment, uh, which is what I encourage you to do, we... We get really honest with ourselves and we get a perspective on what's going on in our lives. So, what uh, what I would suggest is evaluate your emotions, you know, your anxiety levels, you know, are you depressed, you know, in your day-to-day life? What are you experiencing? And um, when, when does that spike, you know? And does it have some correlation to v r chat now i'm not I'm not you know implying that v r chat is a catalyst for all things bad I'm just asking I'm really asking you to kind of map out your emotions and when the positive ones peak and when the negative ones peak and maybe you draw a correlation for later on um I'll explain why later on, but draw, draw a correlation between the positive and negative emotions and the ratio, you know, how it looks in base reality and how it looks in VR chat. If anything, just for a form of self-reflection. Um, and through that, you'll get a pretty good idea of where you are. Um, do so, you know, not just you know going through your emotion mind but also use your logic mind as well and become very honest with yourself one thing i do want to go over um is that vr chat can be actually beneficial to mental health um i know in, in my in my case i had and, and still do have but to a lesser extent um um, a tendency towards introversion and social anxiety, and VR chat helped me a great deal with that, as well as any other social hangups I might have, because if you go into a public lobby, you are forced to come face to face with your own social inadequacies on a rapid fire basis. You know, if you're honest with yourself if you're mindful and paying attention to yourself in the moment, you know, if you kind of step back and and look at what you're doing, you, um, you can gleam a lot from that. You can learn a lot of lessons, you know, about yourself. You could say, you know, you could look at a situation that maybe didn't turn out so good and say, hey, you know, um, what could I, what, did I do anything to aggravate this situation? And, you know, what could I do next time to possibly go go about it in a way that would have a more optimal outcome or that would, you know, a way that would make me feel better? Um, uh, another aspect is that uh, it provides you with, with um, exposure therapy. You know, even if you sit there amongst a group of people and you say nothing, let's say you're mute, you sit there in front of a mirror with a group of people, you know, maybe even your friends, you know, and, but it could be just anyone and, you know, and you just hang out and you're among people who are talking and laughing and having a good time you know and, and you know playing catch with some positive vibes you know um that 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 helps you a great deal um exposure therapy uh is proven it's a proven method to get past any anxiety or phobia that you may have and social anxiety falls within that realm It also teaches you a lot about the way people interact and about the way that you interact with people. If you, once again, pay attention to yourself, you know, um, and you're able to live in the moment and, and step back a bit and observe yourself. So, you know, the more, if you struggle from social anxiety, the more that you force yourself to be around people, even if it's a public lobby and you don't know it, you don't know anyone. You know, like if you throw yourself into the room of rain map, you know, like, you know, you don't know you, you don't you don't know who's gonna be there, you know, but hop around until you find somewhere that has some positive vibes going on and just chill and go with it. And I I know with me, uh it taught me a lot about social nuance, um, about um About myself and the way I interact with people and maybe, you know, negative, definitely, actually, negative aspects about the way I interact with people that I intended to change for myself and did in fact, you know, change for myself through the therapy that I'm doing. Um, uh, but... Yeah, um, VR chat can definitely be a, a wonderful social catalyst um, for positive change. It could also be, you know, another benefit, a mental health benefit of VR chat is that you can go to some of those beautiful worlds and just be mindful of what surrounds you. Fully immerse yourself in it. Take some deep, calming breaths, you know, in a calming position. Maybe you're sitting in a chair. Maybe you're sitting on the floor, you know, maybe you're hanging upside down like Spider-Man. Um, you know, either way, like, you know, take some deep breaths and enjoy yourself and, you know, enjoy the scenery. Um, go to an animation world and really take it in. That can lift your mood, you know, if you're depressed, you know, like simple things like that can lift your mood. Um... And they're things that actually don't require any social interaction. Uh, VRChat is full of things like that. There are thousands upon thousands of things, and maps to to discover and enjoy, and you could even have fun with that and lift your mood with that. The idea that there's some, you know, that your next favorite place to be in VRChat could be just around the uh, just around the bend, you know. Um so it definitely has, I think for both social anxiety, generalized anxiety as well, um, and depression, um, it does have a, a both its positive and negative aspects. Let's talk a little bit about depression. Um because I, I see that as you know something that, that people are, are, are fairly, um, open to expressing on chat. um, you know, there, there are certain, you know, there are certain comfy maps, you know, that attract a certain crowd where people, you, you know, uh, come there and, and they're just open. Some people will just turn up anywhere and will just bare their soul to you, um, and you know like depression on vr chat is rampant um uh on and off but i think um you know there are definitely some ways to cope with that and to maybe uh take a closer look at that um for your own benefit uh number one do you feel more depressed when you're on vr chat or off VR chat again. I'm harkening back to that list I asked you to make earlier. You know, um, uh, you know, would you benefit from a break from VR chat if you've been playing for, let's say, like a few days in a row? You haven't really been doing much else. Would you benefit from like taking a walk? And really think about that. Don't just uh, don't let your emotional mind uh, just have a, a knee-jerk reaction to that. Really let your logic mind do do the driving on on that thought. Would you benefit from a walk? And you know, you know, would you benefit from from some sunshine? Would you benefit, you know, from that vitamin D that we all need? Um, that's proven to make you feel better um, another, the other thing I would say I would caution you about um in regards to depression on VR chat um is is to be careful who you express that to and to be mindful of the times when you know it's good to express it in the times when it may be unhelpful to you to express it. Um You know, if you're sitting in a cozy world with your friends, you know, and you're just chilling, you know, and you want to be open about what, what you're going through, if you're going through something, you know, you're having a casual conversation, then yeah, you know, like, You can bring it up, and then you really know who your friends are, you know, in that moment, depending on their response, you know, especially if you, if you, if it's something you don't express often, you know, um, uh, but then there are times where it's not (laughs) as helpful to express, you know, those sentiments, you know, like if you're at a party or clubbing or, you know, uh, things like that. That's your time. That's your time to get away from depression and enjoy yourself. Um, so try to learn to read the room, so to speak, that you're in. You know, um, and, and really know the people that you're opening up to, um, because some people will take things that you give them like that. And they can actually weaponize them and use them, uh, you know, later. Um, so, like, just like in real life, you know, like, so be be careful about who you open up to. I know people who are an open book and will profess their inadequacies in a public lobby to everyone. And, and that, that's so unhelpful because you'll get negative feedback from people. Um People who just want to troll you, you know. Um, and that's not going to help your mood. It's not going to help your depression. So be selective, you know. And really consider if you're depressed and you've been on VR chat a lot, um, taking some time away and doing some of the things that you may be enjoy outside of VR chat. Just going for a walk. Uh, even, like, a five-minute walk, um, you yeah, know, just sit around the block, or wherever you feel comfortable walking, you know, if there's, like, a Starbucks up the street, hey, go for it, you know, and get yourself, like, a Moco Fropo lata Yaya, or whatever they sell, you know, like, Grande, you know, like, you, you deserve. you know, like, see how you feel in the real world, um, regarding depression you know and, and and exploring the real world you know in contrast to vr chat and you know make a little diary of that yes. and be honest with yourself again use that middle road that middle road between your emotion and logic minds and you know where they overlap and try to walk that narrow line and be honest with yourself and be observant of yourself, and you'll learn a lot about you know about yourself. Maybe you'll find that like, hey, I need I need to take a break. I need to step back. I need to I need I need to get back in touch with base reality. I need to get my life in order, and that's okay. It's okay to realize, you know. I'm not saying that that's like the cause of everyone's depression, but in some cases it is. You know, like, I know in my case, like, when lockdowns happened, I, um, I turn I, I, I steered really heavy into VR chat. Like, I'm talking, like, like, 13, 14 hours a day, at least, and, um, you know, like, because it was my only social outlet, you know, um, you know, we were basically told to, like, stay home and not go hang out. With like anybody you know, so like like, what do you do with that? If you don't want to like go insane from like solitary confinement? well, you know, VR chat's right there and so i I leaned very heavily into it, um and, I, and it took me a while to realize that I had put a lot of my self worth into VR chat, and unhealthily so and you know tied in with my uh, with my perceived performance on there um socially and my standing um within the community and you know uh, really leaned heavily into that and you know uh, and I only realized this after I was out of it for a couple of days and and thought like and that was big for me like you know w- with my depression uh, I was heavily depressed at the time and I wanted to try something radical and I thought what if I just didn't get in get in VR at all for two days and I you know I committed to two days but it ended up being a week and what, I, what happened was I, I got back in touch with myself. I learned to re-enjoy the things that I used to do. I, I started creating content again and, yeah. and writing my next book. Um, you know, like I, I became interested in life again. Like, you know, like base reality, you know, and engaged with myself, and maybe along the way, you know, learned to enjoy my own company again, just in regular old reality, and that was big for me, um, because I was using, I was using chat as a form of constant escapism, and uh that's not vr chat's fault of course that's my own it's my own hang up man but like you know like maybe you might see some similarities there with how you're with how you're interacting with vr chat and if you are i just you know like i challenge you to take a day one day, where you say, you know what? Today, I'm not. I'm not putting on my headset at all. You know, the trackers are gonna stay. You know, wherever you put your trackers, you know, and I'm just gonna, you know, read a book, watch Netflix, game on like Steam, you know, or whatever, and just see like see how you feel that day and maybe maybe it carries over into the next day it doesn't have to you but if you feel like you want to and like it might be worth trying and have some utility in it go for it and again like write down how you feel and your experiences during that time um keep a journal of like different emotions you have and maybe four target negative emotions, have those, and for every day of the week, rate them on a scale of, of like, one to five, you know, like, so let's say you have depression and anxiety, bing, bing, those are two target emotions, you know, maybe a couple of target behaviors, like, um, procrastination, or, um, withdrawing, um, bing bing two more things to put on your list to just and just rate them one to five at any point during the day as to like how much you've been engaging in in those target behaviors and how much of those feelings you've been feeling um you know one being you know zero being not at all you know one being a little tiny bit you know and five being like Maxed out, you know, like overclocked, you know, and like you'll you'll learn a lot just by keep on and off the yard chat just by keeping a log like that um with little thoughts, you know, maybe a little notes as to like why you think you might have felt that way that day and That'll teach you a lot about like your life and maybe why you feel the way you feel in the moment. You know, if if you're if you're willing to be honest with yourself and if you're if you're perceptive and I have a feeling if you're listening to this podcast, you're incredibly. You know, you have to be perceptive. So, um, thank you. <laughs> One thing I do have to throw in as a legal thing um, is if you have any inclination towards um, self-harm and you feel like you're in danger of uh, anything like that, please um, reach out to someone. Um, There are crisis lines that will happily take your call and they will not do anything like, call the cops or anything, like, they'll just talk to you about whatever the fuck you want, and, you know, whatever you got going on, so, you know, if you're having, you know, thoughts of SH or, you know, of, you know, harming yourself in any way, just reach out to anyone. And please seek, um, professional, um, you know, mental health when you, when you can. Now let's talk about everyone's favorite mental health, um, issue. Anxiety. Anxiety. Oh boy, do we all have anxiety? Raise your hand. Um, (laughs) I, um, am a stickler for anxiety. I'll be up front with you, you know. I, you know, I have both social anxiety and just general anxiety in general, you know, generalized anxiety. And, you know, there are many ways you can cope with that uh, on and off VR chat. And again, keeping your logs are very important as to the correlation and maybe, you know, modulating how much time you spend on VR chat. But aside from that, there are exercises you can do. That will bring your anxiety down instantly, you know, like, so let's say your anxiety was at an eight, you know, like, you know, I know some tips and tricks that can bring it, bring it down to like, you know, maybe a six, you know, or maybe it, you bring it down to a four, you know, uh, the first exercise I'd like to go over uh is the five senses exercise. And that's where we take stock of our five senses in a mindful way, you know, being in the moment. And how you do that, um, if you'll, if you'll entertain my idea for a moment is, and this is from the DBT manual, by the way, uh, which is a a really great, great manual for managing emotion and anxiety, um, anxiety. Start with you know, wherever you are, five things you can see. Um take some deep breaths beforehand, you know, get comfy uh however you feel comfy and just notice your breathing, breathe deeply and calmly and you know, list out in your head or out loud five things you can see. They don't have to be anything special. They just have to exist. You know, then take some deep breaths and uh, then list off four things you can hear. Um, You know, maybe take a deep breath in between each one or two. And then, you know, after some... Deep breathing, and after having listed those off, list off three things you can touch and actually touch them like let's say you have a soft blanket in front of you, you know touch the the blanket notice n- notice the tactile sensation, notice the softness you know of of the blanket, the way it feels on your hand, really. Pay attention to it and be mindful of that, Um, you know, Uh, and it can work with anything, you know, you have a cardboard box in front of you, like touch the cardboard box, notice how it feels, you know, is there, you know, uh, does it have like a sharp edge somewhere, is it soft, is it old, Uh, you you know, it could be... Your own knee, you know, like how do you know? What does it feel like? What do you, you know, notice the feeling of your skin, you know, things, you know, things like that. And um, the next step would be to take uh, a few deep breaths and then notice, and you know, two things that you can smell, you know and they could be literally anything like you could smell your own armpit you know what I mean like there's one um you know pick one more um you know uh room smell you know uh you know and take a uh, take your time with your deep breathing while you list these off either in your head or out loud and the last thing is one thing you can taste And it can be as simple as water. Take a swig of water, bang. You just tasted achievement unlocked. And uh, in doing that, what you will find um, is that you are very, very present. You feel very present. You know, you don't have thoughts of things from the past that bothered you as much. You don't have... uh, you know as much worry about your anxieties or the future you're just in the moment existing and you know usually somewhat peacefully so i know you know that some people do this exercise twice to really to really hone in on their body and themselves and where they're at um it's a great point to jump off of when you when you really want to know where you're at and you're kind of lost like this will bring you right back to square one uh it's great with depression too it's really great um it might sound crappy but depression's a great liar remember that now, that last exercise can be done in VR chat too, but I'm not too sure about its efficiency because you know you're mixing realities and it's much better to be focused on one when you're doing that. Um, the next one is the uh, stop skill, which is where when you find yourself becoming just you know, like you know, you feel a certain kind of way. You might be getting riled up, you might be getting sad, you might be getting anything, anxious, you know. Anxiety is what we're talking about, right? Um, Getting anxious, stop whatever you're doing, you know, take stock of the moment, S-T, just notice what's going on around you. You know, S-O, observe, you know, they're kind of the same thing. And, you know, be very present in the moment, non, non-judgmental about it. Nothing's good or bad, it's just there. And then P stands for proceed, which is go on with your day. It's something you can do anywhere, anytime. Um, another great thing you can do is breath work, which takes on many forms. Some people like to time it. Uh, you know, like uh, this many seconds inhale, this many exhale, um, like, uh, and that's, that's like boxed breathing. That's one um, way where we take like a four second inhale, you know, and a four second exhale. That's an example. Um, but what I like to do is more like freestyle breathing, you know what I mean? Like, jazz it up a bit. You know, I just like to close my eyes and just breathe deeply and comfortably. And that engages your parasympathetic nervous system. And it's something you can do anywhere, on or off of chat. Just get somewhere quiet where you can be by yourself. If you're with your friends, be like, oh, hey, I got an invite to something real important brb or my friends in trouble brb you know i gotta uh, <laughs> could fill in an entire episode with excuses to excuse yourself from social situations but yeah uh, i digress um and just like uh take a minute to do some deep breathing deep and comfortably and thoughts will come and that's okay just Mindfully observe observe them without judgment, and let them pass as easily as they came. You know, you can deal with them later. And believe me, believe me, when you get silent and you're just concent- you're you're just concentrating on your breathing, um, all the bad thoughts will come. Every every worry that you have. Right down to like if the stove is on, even though it's like, you know, like you haven't cooked anything outside your microwave in like two days, you know. Just let it come and go. And if you can do that for like five minutes, what you might find is that you feel more, you know, like let's say your your anxiety was at, uh, at, an, at an eight. Maybe now you're at a six. And and that's a huge thing, maybe uh, after that you're at a, you know, like a, at a 5 or a 4, who knows. Um, you know, the lower we go, um, you know, the lower number is better, um, in this case, so like, you know, um... Anxiety uh, is not to be understated. You know, it's definitely debilitating. So I get it. Um, uh, I, I'm definitely not downplaying it. Uh, this is why it's so important to take stock of your anxiety and to try to try to do some soothing things to help yourself. Uh, self uh, self soothing is another helpful exercise. Both and anxiety, and depression, and it's like, basically, doing, doing stuff that you like, like, do you like ice cream, guess what, that's a form of self-soothing, that's in the DBT manual, which therapists and psychologists all teach, As that's their, that's their, that's one of their main resources, you know, for tools to give you, So, like, you know, it could be listening to music, that could be soothing, you know, and it doesn't matter what music, you know, any music, you know, will make you feel a little bit better or be cathartic for you, you know, maybe you put on some Billie Eilish and you feel like crap for a half hour, but then it's out of your system, you know, um, you know, if you have ADHD, maybe you have a fidget thing, you know, if you have, um, you know, if we're, if we're dealing with anxiety, um, you know, um, I mean, I listed all of those exercises previously, so those are all applicable, um, but, but really, um, anxiety self-soothing um are it's more so the distracting things like um you know maybe uh playing like a, a lighthearted video game like uh or uh or or you know doom if you want like if you can handle it if it's good if it feels good do it um you know watching a movie Um, you know, listening to music, all very soothing things that, um, are great distractions, too. And when you're anxious, distracting will take you out of that loop of anxiety. Um, it'll force your mind out of that space where you're worried. Um... And there's also this idea of um, biomechanical feedback, which is, you know, a form of self-soothing. Some people like to put their hand on their heart, you know, Um, like a lot of people don't have someone to hold them, you know, Uh, which is a very comforting feeling. But you can comfort yourself, you know, put your hand on your heart massage to the area, and like, you might feel good, you know? Um, and and it's, it, it harkens back to the scientific, psychological idea of not trying to affect thought directly, uh, but affecting thought through feedback that your body is getting. Because the feedback that your body gets dictates what your brain does. So, if the feedback that your body is getting, you know, like, um, you know, like, uh, I know one, 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 one of my friends, she likes to, you know, kind of just touch your cheek and rub the outside of her hand, her fingers on her cheek, and that's very soothing, you know, anything like that, you know can help with both anxiety and depression um, taking well with, with anxiety taking a walk uh, maybe you're not up and not at that stage but you can do the five senses exercise you can do the deep breathing uh, and the or the boxed breathing and uh, you know and, and you might get to a place where maybe you can take a walk you know, and if you could take a walk, holy cow, you're gonna feel great. You know, just set five minutes, and that, you know, before you know it, that five minutes might turn into twenty, and you've gone on a on a little old adventure in real life, and cheap and unlocked, touched grass. You know, like that's big. Good for you. And, and that's like. The more we push back against anxiety and depression, the weaker it becomes. And I know that's confusing because it, it, it really makes us feel the other way. That's the way that those disorders are designed. Um, is that they make us feel like the things that are good for us are bad. That like, why would you ever want to do that? You know, it's not it's gonna be terrible anyway, right? But once you do them, once you go through with them, you actually feel much, much better. Now let's talk about some issues that you might face within VRChat that we can tackle. Social anxiety, again, we've touched on that. Um, exposure therapy, big, really big. Even if you, uh, you're you sitting in a mirror in a public lobby with with a chill crowd, and you're just not saying anything. Someone might approach you. And if you're mute, all you really have to do is like wave, you know, or do a little face emoji. And like, people will interact with you. People love mutes. They think they're adorable. At least I do. I mean, you know, some of my best friends have been mutes because I can't, I can't shut up. So it's a perfect marriage. It's like they love or, you know, they're good listeners, and I never stop talking, so um, um, if you're a mute, and if you legitimately suffer from mutism, or, you know, semi-mutism, selective mutism, any form of mutism, you know, just uh, know that VRChat is a perfectly acceptable place to plop down in front of a mirror with some cool people, and just be. And you're not obligated to do anything else in that moment than that. If that's as far as you can get, that's perfect. Absolutely perfect. And then, you know, you might find that there's a conversation going on, and you have something to say. Like, it's about something you like. It's about something that you know a lot about you know, maybe it's about VR gear, you know, maybe it's about, you know, whatever you're studying in college, like, um, and maybe you might pipe in, or maybe you might ask, you know, ask someone, hey, how's your day, or, you know, or maybe someone will approach you and be like, hey, how you doing, and you can be like, good, you know, like, You never know what heights you can reach, you know, and maybe you're already at that level, you know, maybe you're just at a level where you can socialize, but you don't quite know how to socialize within the space of VR chat. So I'll break it down to worst case scenario level, okay? You're in the black cat, that's the worst case right there, and uh, you know, um, you want to talk to people. But you don't know how to get the conversation started. You don't know who to approach. Um, you know. Um, sit down with some people. Who are chilling. You know. In front of a mirror. And once in a while a conversation will break up, And. Try to get your in. Into that conversation. Just be. You know. Often. You'll hear someone like you know, if they're complaining about their ex, be like, oh, yeah, they sound like crap, (laughs) you know, or, you know, if someone's talking about, like, video games, or, you know, the newest game that's coming out, a movie, whatever, you know, if it's something you feel like you can contribute something to, uh, anime, anything, um, then, you know, don't interject but when there's like a silent spot you know just like say your piece and then go from there because having a conversation is a lot like playing catch you put the ball in their court and then you wait and based on their response you know you decide whether you you know uh, like if they've thrown the ball back to you by like Reciprocating with a response and hey, you've got the ball again, you can throw it back. And, and you know, and that's just that's how you start a conversation. Then, from that, you know, after like five minutes of talking, hey, you've got a firm request, guess what? You got a new friend. And I know that sounds like a grand oversimplification if that's somewhere that you struggle. A great deal but when it comes down to it it really is that and it can be more nuanced than that a lot of it involves just becoming comfortable with people and being around people if you're at that level and even if you're not you know you might be more uncomfortable around random crowds than you think so just chilling you know with like strangers It'll help you out big time, not only in VR chat, but I found that that exposure therapy for social anxiety can transfer into real life um, because I found myself to be a more sociable, um, interpersonally effective person because um, of the way I managed to really burst out of my shell on VR chat. And I was also conscious of my interactions with people and maybe the parts of the way i interact with people that i didn't like so much and then i would workshop those parts of myself in therapy and then hey i came back a better conversationalist you know a more empathetic person and that transfers into real life too so you know vr chat can be it, it's a wonderful wonderful catalyst for exposure therapy but um now let's say you're on vr chat and you get depressed or you already are depressed um well right then and there i feel like it's good to be honest with yourself as to why why you're really depressed now when you're actually depressed um it's not tied to a situation um temporary low mood tied to a situation is sadness depression um happens for no reason at all and it's not tied to anything and it can last for days, weeks um i would i would start by first of all doing one of the mindful exercises like the 5 senses exercise or some breathing just to ground and center yourself preferably outside of VR chat because it's just more convenient not to do it with like two to five pounds of plastic on your face and like it's just easier to relax that way and like um, just kind of try to be honest with yourself Um, and to know that depression is a great liar and kind of look at look at where you're at in life you know um how the depression is affecting you like is it giving you low mood is it demotivating you or you know is it making the things you previously liked um Intolerable or unpleasant, you know, like, and then you you can kind of workshop it, you know. Um, but I think the uh, an important first step is to step back and to really do your best to assess the the situation, not from emotion mind because. We can be very much an emotion mind in v r chat um those are the two hemispheres of our brain by the way logic brain and emotion brain um essentially when when we oversimplify it but if you if you walk that path of wise mind where you you insert logic into it um you can be really honest with yourself, and maybe end up taking a walk. You know, even though that feels like the most repulsive, horrible thing in the world, why would I take a walk? The sun is out. I hate the sun. <laughs> you know, like you, you, you can literally get to that place with depression. It's like why would I? Why would I do that to myself? You know, uh, why would I shower? Uh, why would I do that to myself? And it's like. That's what depression does. It Those things would be the most helpful for your mood. But depression tricks you into thinking that they're horrible and bad for you. It's a wonderful de- deceiver. It's the greatest liar that ever existed. So usually when we're depressed, the things that we feel like doing the least... Are the things that will help us the most. And sometimes that's taking a break from VR chat. And maybe sometimes. You know. uh, Trying some other things. But you haven't done in a while. And of course. Seeking professional help. When applicable. Because again. I can only provide you with so much. You know. I'm just going off of my own meandering experience. And um very limited uh v- a very limited knowledge of psychology and you know just certain things that help so definitely if if you're struggling with depression you know like i would use what i've suggested as an adjunct if you're struggling in any way the first thing i would do is reach out to someone one more thing i like to touch on that I feel is pretty important to one's well being while in VRChat um, is don't, uh, you don't need to argue with anyone no matter what they're saying to you. Like, the block button is the easiest, like, video game cheat I've ever seen in my life. Like, you know, if something comes up to you that you don't like, you can click a button and it goes away. Like, you know what I would have given for that in Dark Souls? <laughs> um, honestly, like, I, I have some friends that get very emotionally charged very easily and very passionate and, and reactive and impulsive. Uh, if someone comes up to them and starts, like, slandering them, even if it's, if it's, like, a kid, you know? And they'll just get into this heavy screaming match, an insult match with them. Try to avoid that. you know it's not weakness just to be passive and if the you know like I like to make a joke, you know like if someone comes up to me and they're like, uh and they're like uh, oh you're sitting in front of a mirror, and i'm like yeah i'm i'm'm." I'm, I'm, Hot dude. <laughs> you know, like something like that, you know. Um and that'll make some people open up and go, okay, you know. Like, but you know, for the ones that are truly intolerable, just block, move on with your day. It has no reflection on you as a human being. Um most of the negativity that you'll experience on VR chat in regards to other people. A lot of it has nothing to do with how with who you really are um because no one knows your life in and out like you do you know no one's walked in your shoes um so don't take anything seriously um that that's someone just trolling and being negative don't argue just you know walk, move on. It's really important to know when to not give a shit. Is something that George Carlin once said. He's a famous comedian. And I agree with that. It is very important to know when not to give a shit. The last skill I'm going to cover today is called radical acceptance. And that could uh, apply to anxiety or depression. And it's... Really simply just mindfully, you know, getting to that mindful state and accepting your situation as it is for the moment. If it's something that you can't change overnight, you know, if it's something complicated and nuanced that you can't change or that you're not ready to change in that moment, then, you know, you have to... Become very non-judgmental about the situation. Say, and, and kind of just say, you know what? It is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't. And and move forward. That's radical acceptance. And mind you, that's only a band-aid solution, but sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes you just need to get out of the depression mindset, the anxiety mindset, um... And sometimes that might be the push in the right direction that you need. And, of course, that's supported by your healthcare care team, um, your mental health care team. Um, you know, it's supported by skills um, that you've learned along the way, like um, the five senses exercise or stop or... Um, you know, deep breathing, um, getting outside for a walk, exercise, um, I mentioned that because it's important, we need it, you know, otherwise we, our our muscles atrophy and we, you know, we, uh, we become terribly unhealthy and, you know, the same thing goes for our mind, um, when you exercise enough to, let's say, like to the point where you could hold the conversation, but like, you know, you're kind of, you know, you could tell you're winded. You know, if you could keep that up for like 15, 20 minutes, you know, not full on intensity, but find an exercise that you like. There's no shortage of them on YouTube. Um, I found the Richard. I found the um, Richard Simmons workout tapes on there. Um, he's very flamboyant and well, you know, someone who came along well before his time. By the way, I think you'd very much enjoy him, uh, no matter who you are. Um, I enjoyed him before I was by, and now that I'm by, you know, uh, he's just a, an adorable man, but. He created exercises that you could do right in front of a TV, essentially, with about four feet of space. So, basically, the size of your play space. That's what he created. And, you know, they're aerobic exercises. They're designed for people who are overweight, you know, with with you in mind, you know. It's not like P90X or whatever or, like, insane... What you know, X hundred twelve, or you know whatever, like you know all those crazy, crazy workout things. It's like, it's like, hey, let's dance to some, to some disco, and <laughs> well, uh, be be silly, and that does so much to lift your spirits. You know, if you can learn to exercise and do it whimsically and enjoy it. One of the most sincere forms of exercise is just dancing to music. Just put on music you like and get up and shake it. No one's watching you. Like, just shake it. Do whatever you want. Have a good stretch first, of course, before you do any exercise. And, you know, make sure you're healthy enough to exercise. Uh, Disclaimer, disclaimer. But, um... That's another big thing that will help both anxiety and depression. Because it helps with with dopamine regulation, testosterone regulation, so many things. And it releases endorphins that are generally healthy for your brain and your body. Um, and that will leave you glowing for the rest of the day, in my experience, you know, Um, as someone who used to be a a gym rat for a whole six months, you know, Um, but you don't have to go that far, you know, any form of exercise is good. I'd really like to underscore um, that again mindfulness is just really a non-judgmental observation of yourself and your surroundings. It's like if you're if you're like Robocop or something you know or some AI just like- just like emotionlessly observing you know uh without judgment, nothing is good, nothing is bad, it's just there. And you know, just concentrating on being in the moment, concentrate on your breath. Just introducing that one thing to your life alone. That's a cornerstone of, of, of getting better, really, from anything is mindfulness. It's one of the first things you'll learn from any therapist, any psychologist, No one, not one of them worth their salt would recommend against mindfulness. If they were, I'd question why they're in the field of psychology. But I digress. No matter who you are, I hope you're well out there. Um, I know that I haven't covered every situation you know, I know people have suffered trauma in their lives. I know a lot's gone on, um, you know, and can go on that I have not covered. You know, I know that there's bipolar, uh, schizophrenia, and things like that. And if wanted, I will, I could cover those on future episodes. This is more like a first aid kit, you know? Like, you're on VR Chat, you know, you know, you take a hit, you know, gotta, you gotta regen, you gotta heal up, right? Or you're or off of VR Chat, you know, you still gotta know how to regen, how to heal up, drink a red Potion, and hopefully this podcast has maybe given you a little bit of Red Potion. Anyway, I'm for now. I'll see you in in, uh, in Mark Zuckerberg's Metaverse.